Welcome to Valley of Growth, the podcast where abundance, joy, and impact are rooted in our faith in God. We're your hosts, Aaron and Kofi. Through inspirational stories, thought-provoking discussions, and faith-based principles, we aim to provide you with the guidance needed to navigate the valleys of life and emerge stronger on the other side. Hello, we're here again talking about content and also what that means to your journey uh, once you've made the decision and you've decided to move forward. So we're going to talk a little bit about that, get into details. What uh, This last week in church, we were talking about Philippians 4, 11 through 13, and we're talking about you know strength in Christ and we can do all things in Him. And the two verses before 13, Paul's talking and he says that when, whatever state that he's in, and I'm paraphrasing here, he is taught to be content. In verse 12, he's talking about he needs to be content or we need to be content where we're at in life. But it's talking about he knows that he needs to be self-sacrificing as well as he also knows he needs to be progressing for better things. He knows that he needs to be content with life, but also hungry to improve his life. So I was sitting there thinking, you know, okay, well, content, we're taught that we need to be grateful with what we have. And I kind of look at contentment with being grateful. Now, complacency is the opposite, I feel. You're not grateful for where you're at because you're not aware of the blessings you have. And so kind of going off of that, okay, well, how can we relate that to improving our our job, our workplace, our relationships? Uh, and we could really dive down. But when I, when I came across these verses, I was like, man, this is uh, this is foundational when we're talking about improving, very, improving very. where we're at. No, it's very foundational because it... I've always looked at that scripture in so many different ways because Paul was writing to the Philippians, right? And he was telling them that, hey, thank you for this. Thank you for that. And he says, but I caution you, okay, to do this, that, and that. He says, but also be content. What I think he means by that is, and when we, we look at our lives and we go, you are content in what? In where you're at. Now, your next direction have faith that God will make that right direction for you. Because if you look at it, you you always don't have enough, want to do more. The desire to want to do more is God-given. I tell people that all the time. You know, that just means that, hey, you know, your father wants you to be better. Got some ideas you want to do. Move on and do it. Uh, but you have to trust. And being content is saying that, hey, I know I'm here and I know this is what is good. But there's something else better. And I want that something else better. But it has to be rooted in the idea that is directed by God himself. And that completely changes the way you look at life, changes the way you move around things. Because you could always be chasing something. And we already know that people chase and chase and chase and come up empty sometimes. But to chase in the direction that is led by God, it's a completely different thing. That means you move with a purpose. And the purpose is granted under your faith. And where faith goes, God goes, and that's better to be in a in a contented space than saying, "Hey, let me go chase something," and then all of a sudden realize that what I'm chasing is not really what I truly wanted. It looks good, sound good, which is what the earth tells us is good, but we all know at some point, if it's not grounded in faith, it's not grounded in some kind of purpose, it's not grounded in some kind of spiritual understanding, and also evolving off your personal character, your, your human being to service people. It always turns out empty. The stories are just too many for that. You know, one thing with con- being content when you're talking about all that is content helps me to realize I need to slow down. And world wants you not to be content with life, 
But again, the world doesn't want you to be complacent. The world wants you to run faster than you're able to go to the next shiny thing. You know, when we're content with the blessings we have, and then we slow down, but just like Paul's talking about, he is taught to be full, but also to be hungry. With that, we're able to direct our and and kind of uh, bring our will, hopefully with God's will, and that's the goal, is we're moving forward with faith, not knowing exactly what's going to happen, because we talked earlier about vision boards, and our vision may not be completely clear, but we know that we want something better with our lives. And like you were mentioning, it's just those thoughts that you have, those ideas that come to you, if it is a righteous desire and it improves your life, then step into that, knowing that the reason why you're stepping into that is you want to show the world and give the world your gifts that God gave you. You are improving your life and the life of those around you, and you want to glorify God within that journey. If you have those all-in-one vision, then you can't go wrong stepping into the unknown. Um, and trying things. You know, you may fail at doing something, but what did you learn during that journey of trying to improve your situation? Um, A lot of times, you know, I've I've failed and I initially would get kind of down on myself, but there's a phrase out there that they say, you want to learn how to fail fast. You want to step into it. If you fail, don't beat yourself up. You know that didn't work. You step back and you uh, try again. So going back to being content, I think that's content is a, a slow yourself down, be one with God, look at his purpose. And I got a story about that. So it was a few years ago. And I don't know if you remember this, but it was back in 2017, 2018, you know, with my practice, you know, with any kind of business, you know, you have a certain income that you project that, you know, you kind of can plan for. And all of a sudden one month, our income in the business cut in half. And it was out of nowhere. We didn't change anything. We didn't do anything that I knew of or that I could that I could tell. And I was getting a little worried, like, oh no, what am I doing wrong? And I remember, you know, calling you up and I said, hey, you know, let's get lunch, let's do something. And I told you about that. And you told me to slow down, don't change anything. You told me to go to God and figure out what he wants you to do different. It's a wake-up call for me to improve my situation and do something different. And so that's what I did. I I went inside myself. If I want to change my surroundings, I need to change myself. So I went in fasting with prayer, uh, meditation, trying to figure out what I needed to do to restructure my business. And from that, we came up with different ideas and it completely gave stability to my practice where I'm forever grateful for that conversation that we had because now our business is more predictable, more Mm -hmm. profitable, because I was able to listen to your wisdom to say, be content where you're at, but figure out what God wants you to do. And so uh, it it changed everything. So I use that that pattern in my life. Whenever something changes and I feel like my surroundings is not what I want it to be, I just look at that as a wake-up call, God telling me, Aaron, you got to slow down figure out something different to improve your life. What you just said is right on point, but I'll I'll take people back to, just back to the word and what it says. If you look at Philippians 4, 10, which says, I rejoice greatly in the Lord that at last you renewed your concern for me, which means he knew people were concerned about him. I'm telling you right now, there's people in your life that are concerned about you right now. They've tried to reach out. They've tried to give you a phone call, whatever. There's somebody out there that loves you 
And if you don't believe all of it, then believe this, God loves you too. If you go down to 12, he says, I know what it is to be in need. Everybody out there knows what to be in need is. Bro, there's, we all have been there, mm-hmm. right? It, it, it's like you can't say I have not because everybody's been there, right? So you know when that time came where you didn't have any and then when you have some. But now you go down to 13. He says, I know what I, I know to be in need. I know what it, I, I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation. Now, guess where the anchor is? Guess where the believers, guess where the faith is. He says, I can do all things through who? Christ who gives me strength because that's the anchor. That's the direction. That's the purpose. Not just you looking at that circumstance. At one point you had nothing. At some point you had something. Everybody's been there, whether it's food, money, gas, whatever it is. You've been with a need at some point in your life. But if you go back to it and you think about it, what got you out of that? The understanding of knowing that you can do all things, even if you don't understand, you get the strength to do all things through him who strengthens you. So that should give you that anchor, that peace of knowing that this circumstances right here is just like what we talked about last week, the seasons, right? The seasons, the seasons will pass, but you will still be there. Right, the seasons will pass. So when you when you content, um, it doesn't mean that hey you have to stay where you're at. It just means that you are fully grounded and understanding that with or without the purpose of your life and where you want to go is grounded in faith and faith in Christ. And I was talking to uh, somebody last week uh, about this. Where, you know, she's working at a job, and it's not her favorite job, but she has these you know dreams and she has these ideas to uh, start a business. And we we're just trying to talk this through, and I and I told her, you know, if you look at your current job as a means to an end, it's a it's a stepping stool that God is using for you to you know bless people around you. You're going to be able to work and earn some things, earn some money, whatever it is, and then if you are content and at peace where you're at, not complacent, but content then you're going to be able to say, okay, I'm not working 24 hours a day. I'm only working eight hours a day. Mm-hmm. Well, what are you doing those other hours of the day that you can ponder and pray and figure out, okay, what are my next steps to take to improve my situation so I can live an abundant life in God? And it, it could easily be, you know, starting your own business, um, doing something more that fulfills you. I think when people start getting complacent and they have those jobs that they don't like, that's when depression sets in. They don't see a way out. They're stuck mm-hmm. year after year. And God does not want that. God wants you to grow. He doesn't want you to bury your talents. He wants you to take them and multiply them and bless others. I always t- I try to tell myself, I need to do something today that my th- myself in three years will thank me for. And so that's kind of the conversation we had. And uh, when I came across these verses, it was, uh, we, we know that there's always this need, and but being content with what we do have, but be excited for when we receive more. It's like one of my mentors told me, it's a lot like the ocean, the waves, the current, it always comes in, it always goes out. And if we understand that, then we won't get stressed out when the current or our finances might be leaving. Just know it's going to be coming back. And another mentor of mine told me, okay, what is my foundation in? What is my security in? Is my security in money or is my security in Christ? And when I when I really came to grips with that, I start to let go. 
I started to let go in my life. I'm a lot more peaceful in life. I know God will provide as long as I stay calm and be content, but also listen to his direction for that next step to improve my life. That's basically in a nutshell. Like we have kids, so we do whatever we want for our kids, right? I mean, you do whatever you want for your kids. You try to do the best. But you realize that sometimes you don't even have all the resources and the tools to do what you want to do for your kids. And you are caught in a space where you have to learn something new because maybe you didn't have that. I realize that with my kids all the time. It's like, okay, now I need a certain level of patience because this guy here doesn't have any. You know, talking about my son, he doesn't have any. And then you're like, yeah, I'm patient, but it feels like I got a limit and I have to push that limit. It's the same with, with God. It's the same with your father. Uh, any Any situation that you're in, just know that you do not have a lack. You have a lot, but you also have a lot to learn. You also have a lot to learn with people because you got a lot of a lot of skills and talents. You got a lot of love to give. So being content doesn't mean that you do it without understanding and say that, oh, I'm okay where I'm at. Because I don't I don't believe it when people say that. Because that's that's almost kind of saying that whatever else comes, it's not what I want or it's not what I wanted to be. It's like I'm good where I'm at. Don't say that. Because if you ask anybody who's 90 years old or who is 100 years old, at some point, the months go by. At some point, the time go by. At some point, the the days go by. And what a way to live all those hours and not actually figure out life for yourself or for somebody else or some kind of level of understanding, some kind of level of wisdom. It's it's really impossible because the world doesn't allow you to be that way. Because people will say, hey, you're 50 years old. You need to know this. 40 years old, you need to know that, you know? So even if you don't, even if you don't um, kind of, even if you do stay complacent, people will remind you that you need to move forward. Guys, kind of recap um, the thing, the, the nugget that I got reminded of this week was just that is be content, but, you know, which is be grateful. We're told to be grateful. Count our blessings. What blessings do you have? Who's around you that loves you, supports you, cares for you, can uplift you? Um, and in turn, who can you uplift? Who can you bless? Um, there's a law in the universe, a law of reciprocity. If you want more love, you got to give more love. If you want more hugs, you got to give more hugs. You got a lot to give. And so if you want more, you got to give more. You got plenty to give. Go empty. That's, that's my rule. Go empty. You got plenty to give. Forgiveness, you got plenty to give. Love, you got plenty to give. Go empty, man. Go empty all out you'll be amazed how much more you still got so thank you guys for tuning in see you guys later